here we are, sitting here midweek, not like usual, where we're here on a Sunday or a Monday or Wednesday. It's changed quite a bit since we started. Yes, she is. So it's this one's, uh, we're going to give you kind of preview of what we want to talk about this weekend. Um, but then we're mostly just going to kind of just talk about other things. But let's talk about ourselves. Let's introduce ourselves yeah. to, uh, to our listeners. We should introduce each other. Mm, no, it's not going to happen, but... <laughs> I remember the first time I learned Spanish, and I tried to say the um, introduce myself by saying introducir, introducir, and almost through the lisp in there. You should, practice, you should practice it. You're going to back to Spain. Well, I need to learn. I need to speak Catalan because Ebetenco mm-hmm. is really what they speak. Um, but the the thing is with that, the, the, <laughs> where am I going with this? Oh yeah, no. In, introduce is more like insert something. I'm going to introduce this this medical device into your rectum like <laughs> that i'm gonna in- introduce it rather than like present mm-hmm. oh i te presento like i'm presenting you to this person and so i remember <laughs> the guy teaching me spanish was like don't say that i'm excited for us to do the spanish podcast yeah. because that kind of stuff's going to come up and i haven't felt that way with spanish in in years we're gonna, years, have, years, to, years. We're gonna have to have like a translator on our computer where we can type it up real quick like opponent which i still don't know adversario is how i would figure but that's what i would say but yeah no so we're gonna do this um potentially once every week um potentially we're gonna not try that often or we just kind of shoot the shit say say our piece um this week on Monday, we will actually be broadcasting because... So we can get all three cards in. WSLF on Friday, Bellator Saturday, and then, of course, the Cowboy vs. Cowboy UFC card on Sunday. Um, and then Monday, we'll be talking about those rather than on Sunday, as well as um, medical injuries, I guess it would be. I in. think that's our topic that we want to hit on. One thing that I'm very interested in is that I didn't think you could hold your own gloves. I guess you can hold your own gloves, but you can't get inside your mm-hmm. gloves. But then Big John McCarthy... He has asked Big John um, on Twitter, and he mentioned that you could hold your own gloves and hold your own shorts, but not the gloves or the shorts, but others. I so think we'll, that's wrong. Uh, we'll, I feel like we'll that's wrong. I think, I think it's how, but we'll get into this. We'll I'll look it up before. Rule book. But I think what it is is it's how you hold your gloves. You can hold your own gloves like this. Yeah. Um, no, that's cross, that's... cross-handed is how I'm doing this with uh, thumb-to-thumb, whereas not grabbing – Bottom, uh, opposing you know, thumbs on would, the other side. It would be impossible to take their grips off if you could hold inside, inside your gloves. Yeah. Well, that, like, did you ever watch the metric strongest man? Yeah, because that's how they would do it. Is they'd hold their well, own they, they did this one in this huge slab of metal mm-hmm. that uh, everybody was had to hold. But there was a short guy, and his reach wasn't big enough, and so he had this like little rubber thing that he held his hands together, and he he was the fastest guy, even with the shortest uh, legs. <clears throat> because he just he didn't have to worry about the same way holding it like everybody else did. He could just rest on the the band even though his arms weren't big enough. Yeah. And so I, I you you have a certain level of strength if you're if you're kind of like latching on. I feel like I feel like you can't do that like inside the cuff. Yeah. No. And, um, I, and I, I, it's I can't always guarantee you that's you you know you can do it. Yeah. Palm to palm. Yeah. Palm absolutely. But uh, that is one. It. Yeah. That we will get. But that's a big way to cheat. So, um, so let's look. <laughs> cheat. Cheat. I love cheating. The cheat. <laughs> Hello, the cheat. Um, let's, so, get, let's get into you and I. Yeah. Where are we from? I'm from L, 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 T, 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 O, N. Well, usually we don't say the T. L, E, I, G, H, T, O, N. Where are you from? 
Leighton. Leighton. I'm from all over the place. You heard he was. You you heard it here first. He was not. He's not from Leighton. I'm. I. Were you born in Davis Hospital? Were you born? No, Ogden and McKay. Excuse uh, me. What? But then you've been in Utah your entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. I mean, I've lived. All well, not your ever. entire life, but yeah. I mean, we we've lived together. Where have we lived together? Best summer ever. Vegas, Arizona, Salt. No, we never lived no. together in Utah. Mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. So Carson and I have known each other for 12 years. Mm-hmm. I just turned 28 and I knew you when I was 16. Since before, I graduated, since before we graduated high school. I remember my first like actual experience with you was sitting in the Merc Mobile, which was a van that we always went Soccer around. Soccer mom, Astro van. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the the first... my. First memory of you, except for probably being like in a speedo somewhere, yeah, was a lot. talking about Cody and Cambry and how good it was. I remember you were in the very back of the Merc Mobile, and we were we were driving from Kaysville to Layton, giving and, our uh, best falsetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were telling me about how good Cody was, and that was right when uh, "Keeping Secrets of Silent Earth" came out. And then we went to Warp Tour, and you actually got to sit on Claudio's lap. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. That and, was when uh, Warp Tour was still good. <laughs> he was very confused as to why I was doing that, <laughs> but to be fair. I did it because Jason did it, and he seemed to be fine with it with Jason. But when I when I did it, he was not fine with it. Jason's a little bit creepier than you. How does that? How, what? How does that make any sense? He, he seems a little bit more mentally slow than you. So, no. So maybe he just thought that he was like, oh, this poor guy, I'll let him sit on my lap. Come here, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's that, it no, all. no, sir. That's not. Well, that's not Chinese government. I think that's Chinese gourmet. <laughs> I think it's more because Jason asked him, and so then Jason was first. He signed our comic books that he that we had just gotten, Volume One. Um, and uh, Jason's like, "Hey, man, can I get a picture? Do you mind if I sit on your lap?" And then I had this. I did the follow up, the same thing, and I just sat on his lap. <laughs> oh, well, well, of course you got to ask. <laughs> well, I didn't think I did because Jason didn't. Or Jason did. Jason did. And so I was like, it's just understood. But it was, was it like directly? It was like the next person? Yeah. 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 It was oh, like Jason took a picture than I did. I guess that kind of makes sense, but I would be put off if someone didn't ask to sit on my lap. I mean, he's not Santa eh. Claus. He's not Sancho Claus. You've seen his hair? He pretty much is Claudio Sancho Claus. Sancho. El Sancho. The Sancho Claus. El Sancho Claudio. How many variations can we do of that? Claudio. I think we extend. Okay. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah. Sancho. San Nachos, San Cheesy. Let's leave it. Santorum, <laughs> which is a much weirder move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, let's get back into it. So we were in the Merc Mobile. Uh, did you ever hear the story about Seth Merkley? Um, so notoriously, we would take our cars across parks and like just big grassy areas. And apparently he was at a park, Andy Adams Park, near my home. And he was driving across in the Merkmobile and was pulled over by a police officer in the <laughs> middle of the bill. Yeah, I've heard about this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he apparently was pulled over, license and registration, everything in the middle. <laughs> in the middle of a soccer field. Of a soccer, not even, yeah, more or less a soccer field. I, this is the middle of the night, so obviously there were, no, there were never any children on these fields. But I can only imagine. And he was alone. So he didn't have like just anyone trying to convince him. Like he we didn't have like a, a group of high school kids in the back of that the car being like infamous, man. drive, drive, drive. You That's can as, do it. It's as infamous as Kendrick's mom's. Yeah. Um so did I ever tell you do you weren't there for the the day that Seth's been more mad at me than any other time in his life no. here at Beto's. So it was me, Taryn, Spence, I can't even remember who else at Beto's. And we were getting stuff to eat and how, Seth got a drink, 
and he gave all of us a drink and then the last person had to go fill it up and it was Taryn or was it Spence? I can't remember. Nobody would go fill it up and he goes, it's fine. You don't have to fill it up. But if I go fill it up, nobody gets a drink from here. And so we were all like, nope, we're not doing it. So I guess there was some ambiguity on who had actually had the last sip. <laughs> and so then Spencer. He, he never paid for anything. Yeah, yeah. I think it could, it could have been. I honestly don't know. But then, so I can't even remember who all was there, but there was a number of people. So then um, he goes and gets it, and we try to get drinks from him for the rest of the night, and he just was, wouldn't do it. And this is what it used to be when we spent like three hours at Beto's just relaying stories. This is the, the behind the King's parking lot, right? Yeah. Where, where we like, stole it. Car? Yeah. No, no, no. So we stole the keys, and I went and took it on a joyride, but I just took it behind Saver or not Savers. What was that place? It wasn't Reams. It was Reams. Reams. And it's right next up to the, it's right in front of the freeway. And there's freeway, there's a whole bunch of shrubbery and stuff like that. So I drove behind Reams and just into the brush so you could barely see the car coming out. And then we, it was a dick move. And then we grabbed a, a um, shopping cart that we had found and we turned it upside down in the back seat because we could load it in. It, you was, and, it was you and Taylor, right? Me, Taylor, and Spence. Yeah, because like, I remember him being really mad at Taylor as well. Yeah, he should have been. We were jerks. <laughs> and then it was so funny because, like, we were just – we wouldn't tell him where his car was. We just gave him the keys back, and he just, like, increasingly got more and more upset because we wouldn't tell him. And then we finally – Understandably. Yeah, no, this was – we were 100% in the wrong from the onset. Seth did nothing wrong. I want to make that clear. And then we rolled the back of Reams, and he sees just the no, – He was a capitalist. If he would have just lived <laughs> – communism or socialism and allowed you guys to drink as much of that soda as you wanted that would have never happened and then refilled it for us and then refilled it for you and so then we rolled back there and it's just the ass end of the the van outside of the bush and he goes excuse my french but all you (laughs) and then he then he goes in and because i was i wouldn't i wasn't going to back it up and this is where i felt the worst he throws it into reverse, and all you just hear on the top of the roof is just... <laughs> the terrible, terrible branch noise on top of a vehicle. And he opens up, he opens the side door, and just sees this this stupid shopping cart that was chuck full of leaves turned upside down in the van that he had just vacuumed. I was, <laughs> the, it was maybe the worst friend move. I've ever pulled ever. Did you ever hear the the story of why Brenton and Dylan started to really hate each other? Do they still? I uh, they might still, but for differing reasons. No, what happened? So let's let's give a description of these two people. Brenton is a very eccentric but very handsome man that is not homosexual yet. Most people believed at some point in his life, or still may believe that he is. Mm-hmm. Dylan is a little bit shorter. Now works in construction. Um, he would be the kid that would challenge everyone to backflips off of higher and higher, um, that stupid video we did for benches and every bolted front. No, I'm sorry. This is your story. Go on. No, I don't, but we can get into that. Go ahead. So anyway, two differing personalities, but of course, you know, we're all friends at this time. And, um, this is back in the day when we had a, when hostess was still in business (laughs) Uh, and, and hostess actually had a building where every Thursday or whatever, they would throw away their old product. And several different times we would go back, we did several different things with the, with this product. We would get it, and we would either open it up and throw it at other oncoming cars, <laughs> um, which would cause ensue, car chases would ensue, and then we would see if we could get away, which happened on multiple occasions. <laughs> um, number two, one time we actually went to the homeless shelter and gave away a whole bunch of this to, to people at the homeless shelter, and they were ecstatic, and we probably should have done that more, but we didn't, because we were terrible people. 
And then what ended up happening other than that was we uh, we ended up... Did he get in the garage? I didn't park in the driveway. How did he get in the garage? Did he walk through the front door? No. Oh, no. Nope. Right. I'm confused. It'll remain a mystery from here anyways. on out. So anyway, long story short, what ended up happening is no. this garbage can was disgustingly gross. And no one really wanted to jump into the garbage can to grab everything. You just kind of reach over the side and grab it. So Brenton was teetering from his midsection into this garbage can. And Dylan thought it would be hilarious to throw him into the garbage can. In which case he did. And Brenton got furiously angry. And Dylan just ran around laughing at him. And apparently they stopped talking for like a good six months because of this. And Brenton would always be like, don't even, just don't even get me started on Dylan. (laughs) And it was all caused because he threw him into this nasty hostess garbage can as we were trying to collect old hostess product out of it. Same hostess place where they stole the truck from and I got everyone busted. But How did you get everyone busted? I never heard that. Oh yeah. I mean, I know the story. I mean, I, but you tell your legend. story, and then let me, and then I'll tell our story. What was the story was I telling? Oh, uh, it was just me when me and when me and uh, Dylan were shooting that video for multimedia over the from first to last thing, and I did the front flip and landed directly on my head in that cement in the commons at school. Oh, and yeah. then he he saw me do that, and he did this like this like <laughs> shuffly thing, like oh my gosh, like I'm gonna same things gonna happen. And then he did a backflip. And just about broke both of his toes, and oh. I just went directly into the cement. Didn't I jump into the? the it was we had a big old. Uh, oh no! It was later on. We found like one of those plush, big. Oh, what were those called? Love sacks. And I did a front flip into a love sack, and then when I landed, I, I said like, "Eat Subway" or something like that. Some ridiculous thing. In multimedia, it wasn't the same video because I remember being. Yeah, no, it was two different videos. Yeah, yeah. but I think we stole your idea. Oh, that's fine. You just did it a lot smarter. Yeah, I actually grabbed the love sack. And you couldn't tell. Oh, no, and then I got tackled by the by Mark Bear, who was in a costume, a dog costume, <laughs> that we had borrowed from Costume Castle. And he tackled me full speed. And I was saying, hey, Subway, all right. And at the same time, he was tackling me, spearing me full speed into the love sack. And the, you could not see the love sack due to our editing because we were brilliant. Amazing. Yes. And it looked like I had just got just jacked. Um, which it, in that case did not actually happen. Um, the hostess story is kind of long. Do you want me to tell you the hostess story? Yes. This is probably the greatest story ever told. So if you're, if you're 15 minutes into this, get ready. Um, when we were in high school, my buddies were probably some of the, the worst people. We, we're from Utah. Hey, we're great. So people don't necessarily, this is before I met you. Mm-hmm. People don't drink, um, and, and they do, but we didn't underage drink at this time. I had just got my driver's license probably about two months in, 16 years old. Um, so we decided, I have my parents' uh, green suburban, and we decided to pack it full of a bunch of girls around our age. And unbeknownst to us, well, no, the, the plan for that night was our friends, through this elaborate scheme, had stolen keys from a, a hostess building, had returned several nights later to figure out which keys the the keys, which truck the keys turned on, and then returned later to actually take the truck. The issue with this is, is they were, we're all 16, none of us know how to drive a stick shift, and this is a like six shift, three on a tree style, so you, you have to push in the clutch and then you have to shift from the actual um, steering wheel, steering column, rather than an actual you know stick shifter in the middle of the console. So our good friend, Grayson, 
decides that he's going to be the one to drive this. Everyone else opens up the back because they have the keys, and there's two or three people in the back of this hostess truck, two people in the front. Well, the, the issue is, is they can't drive it. So they get it out of the out of the parking lot, across the street, and then they can't drive it, so it just sits there. Well, we're already across the street waiting to see if they can drive it in this, this suburban, this green suburban full of high school kids, 15, 16-year-olds. And I go to leave, and there's a apparently a small block Mazda truck directly behind my green, my green suburban. I don't see it. Apparently, I back right up into it without it causing any issue at all to the suburban. And all of a sudden, someone in the back seat goes, "Oh my gosh, you just hit a truck!" And I'm like, "Oh, that's bad news." And they're like, "Go, go, 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 go!" So I just took off, <laughs> boom, one speed, one speed into into the wrong lane of traffic. Um, but I got us out of there. Um, <laughs> ended up dropping everyone off. No one was hurt. Uh, me and my my girlfriend at the time. After dropping everyone off, we're on our way home, and as I get about half a block from my house, there's just two or three cop cars just parked on the road. Apparently, someone had got my license plate, and they were waiting for me to drive up so they could actually get us. So I pull into the, the parking lot, and all of a sudden, there's all kinds of cop, cop cars behind us. The girlfriend at the time has a huge anxiety issue, and so it's like dry heaving and getting really white and getting out of the car. So the cops are like, oh, great, what is she on? Are you underage drinking? You must have been doing something stupid if you hit this car. She wasn't on anything anyway. So now we're talking to the cops, and our friends were notorious for not narking on anybody. And we had made-up names such as Steve, uh, James Anderson, Steve something. We had all of these ridiculous made-up names. And so anytime we talked to the cops, we'd always blame it on one of these people that didn't actually exist. So as I'm trying to give these people... Telling them I have no idea what was going on with the hostess truck. My friends just saw it. It was already there. Um, and they're like, oh, it was already there? That you, No one got inside the truck? And I was like, I don't know whether they got in the truck or not. I didn't see. And they're like, oh, well, the back was open. How could it have been open? And I was like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden my mom looks at me, my mother, and goes, are you lying to the police? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh. Brit. And I was like, no. And I said, I don't know how it got there. Um, so they might have gotten inside. I don't know who it was. And they're like, all right, well, just give us the names of the people that you think got inside the truck. And I was like, okay. So I gave them the three names of the people that had supposedly gotten inside the truck who definitely had. And it, apparently they called them into the police department and just played them against each other. And were like, hey, your buddy already told us what happened. So just spill the beans. And at first, a, a couple of them didn't say anything. And the story that the cop had was like wrong. Like, oh, hey, this is what you guys did. And they're like, no, that never happened. But eventually someone actually spilled the beans and, and told that, yes, they had done it and, and gave them the whole story. So I just got them called by the police. But someone from that point on actually gave them the whole story of stealing the hosted truck and getting inside of it and so on and so forth. But if I would have never hit the car behind me and got busted for a hit and run, John Jones style, mm -hmm. but I didn't hit a person. But I was also 16 years of age and peer pressure. And I did return for the money in the center console. And, you always you do. And I got rid of my, my weed pipe, um, which, I, which I was not using, actually, Mom. And uh, <laughs> so anyway, but yeah. So yeah, so I ended up getting everybody caught. If I wouldn't have hit that car, we would have got away stock free. They would have scot free. Or, they would have just wondered why the truck was across the street. What would have happened if you wouldn't have like flew out of there? 
Oh, if I wouldn't have flown out of there, they would have just got my information. I wouldn't even have got a ticket because it was on private property. And police don't have jurisdiction on private property. So they would have just been like, oh. I think that's entirely true. That is absolutely true. If there's no crime, yes. Let me tell you. If there's no crime committed that that involves police involvement, then they cannot actually get involved with that. If I would have never left, I could have gone to the owner, we would have exchanged insurances, and no one would have been cited for anything. Then why did I get the cops called on me when I worked at Taipan? I'd, you'd have to tell the story, but maybe we should say that for another I hit time. a car, and I had like we were in a store. I didn't know that it was somebody that I worked with because it was in a van. It was way far away. I left them my information on how to contact me. Then it was a hit and run. That's where the cops were called. Oh. So if you would have just taken care of it, the cop couldn't have cited anyone because it would have been a, a private That's fine. That's, that makes sense, 100%. Yep. So if it's on I a, was still really mad at her. Because I left all my information on how to contact me and everything, and instead I get a call from the police. Did you threaten her life from then on out because you worked together? Should have. Said, you're going to have to work every day with me, and I'm going to threaten your life from here on out. Cars going to get vandalized. Your car. Let me, the one story that I want to know. Which, no, the, the story is you should have just never left any of your information. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you just do the wrong thing, and then you won't get in trouble. It's true. This is what I want to know. Who shit in the tuba? <laughs> nope. No one has any idea. I'm so mad about no that. No one has any day. idea I who want, pooped in that tuba. It was one of our friends. There's no way it wasn't. But they never, they, whoever, whichever one of our friends it's actually Spence. did that, didn't ne- know because Spence went back and, and Spence. He did, uh, repar- Spence or Reese, you pick. He did, he did, he paid reparations for everything that he did. So when we went to, <laughs> da- when we went to Davis and we burnt the, the LL in their field, he, he called them later on. And ended up paying, like six years later, paying for the grass that that we had that we had ruined. But we didn't say a word. None of us said anything. There was four of us that did it. None of us said anything, and none of us ever got caught. You know what kind of podcast I would listen to? This kind. Spence telling stories. Oh, Spence is the greatest tell- storyteller of all time. All time. Horse laugh. And but you'd have to be able to see his mannerisms. Not necessarily. I I could just listen to him. I think. He- oh, 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 oh. Like, yeah. I think he could be like David Sedaris. I think Spence and David Sedaris. Except for it would be great because he couldn't get through a whole story without laughing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Can't have you going unarmed, brother. Oh, my gosh. What do you mean you don't have a gun? Can't have you going unarmed, brother. Yeah, I could listen to his stories all day. Yeah, I really could. He, I could tell stories about Spencer yeah, all I, day long. I didn't even get to really like hang out with him until after high school. I, could, I still have quite a few. Um, did you ever hear the story about how he told us he could make the exact noise of a car crash and convince people that there had been a car crash? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here we are. Um, I believe it was me, Spence Hatch, Brian Lomax, and Daniel Derbano because it was when Spence was still trying to, to, to attract her. Or was still being friends with her and then ended up hitting the jackpot when she got really, really attractive. <laughs> um, so anyway, what ended up happening is we're all just driving in this car, just causing issues. It was the time when we decided that we could yell out of the windows of our cars because people had yelled out of their windows of their cars mm-hmm. at us as we walked down the road. So Spence is like, hey guys, I've got this great idea. Next time we yell, let me do it. And I can make the sound exactly, exactly of a car crash. And we're going to convince this person that we drive by that there has been a car wreck. And so we're like, okay, let's do it. This is going to be awesome. And all of a sudden, 
We get really close to this person. We're driving, and all of a sudden, you hear this noise. <laughs> and everyone in the car just busts up laughing, busts up laughing. And he turns. He, it doesn't sound like it at all. Nothing. It sounds like someone doing exactly what I just did. Just the weirdest, most random, like that noise you've ever heard. So he thinks because we're laughing. That it must have been the correct sound. He was just that good. That not only did this person get scared and look over at the car, but everyone was laughing so hard because it was such a great noise. And it took us like a good five minutes to compose ourselves and let him know that it sounded absolutely nothing like a car what crash. What do you mean it didn't? Oh, he believed us. I think he realized that it didn't actually sound anything like did he I, thought it was going to. I tell to. you about the time where he was going through my phone and found a picture of a guy that, like, it was a whole group of us that's like sitting together. And he, he like, this the guy in the photo was turned around, and all you could see was his uh, sagging pants. And then Spence just started, <laughs> "Who's this guy? He looks like an idiot." I'm like Spence, that's you, man. <laughs> He's like, "I look like that. I sag." I was just like, "Yeah, man. Like, of course you do. Like, what the hell are you talking about?" Oh goodness! Did I, the, the the last story I'll tell. We're, you weren't in this car. In I think this is what our podcast should be: it's just us telling <laughs> periodically. Yeah. <laughs> We at least need them documented. Like, yeah, for posterity. So even if people don't listen to them, people like it needs to be archived. But um, so I, I don't think you were there. I think it was me, Sean, Terrence Spence, not Spence, excuse me, Seth P. And uh, I can't remember who else was in the car, but we're driving past your house, like where the church is before we get to Andy Adams. So, well, no, no, it, this is before then. It's in an intersection. And uh, I, I can't remember if excuse my language, but that Taryn called this guy on the corner in a suit and brief with a briefcase of faggot. Or it might have been douchebag. Yeah, we'll go douchebag. Whatever. And so, and uh, he just yells out of it. And uh, then we just drive off. And this is when we're going past Andy Adams and and the, the church that's right in the corner in front of it. You know how it has that back road that comes through the, mm-hmm. the neighborhood? All of a sudden, this guy in this huge lifted truck just comes screeching through, and we're like driving by the church, and like almost like he's gonna T bone us. And he slams on the brakes, jumps out in the church parking lot, and just starts waving his hands, obviously like cursing up a storm. And so we drive on, trunk back in his truck, and then it starts like tailgating us super bad. And we're like, what the hell is going on? Like, and we didn't even think about. We didn't even think about that it was like because of what we yelled. <laughs> like it didn't even register. Have no consequences. Well, because it was like inconsequential from what just happened. But because it, like the guy that we yelled it at, he was walking. Like it didn't even. Re- it was like minutes later. I just imagine him <laughs> running as fast as he could to his truck and getting in just to chase you guys to teach you a lesson. And so, so then. Uh, we're just driving and we come up to the stop sign and Seth just stops and everybody's like, what are you doing? He's like, he's going to follow us. <laughs> and so he jumps out of his truck and waltzes up uh, next to Seth's sob. He's like, this going to be a faggot, bro. <laughs> and we're all just kind of like looking like dumbfounded, like, no. He's like, you sure? We're like, yeah, no. And then Taryn just goes, wait, were you at the intersection? Yeah, bro. It's like, now we yelled it at somebody on the corner. You sure? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. Turns around, walks back, flips a Yui, and drives back to wherever the hell he was going. 
So he was in the truck, not the, the guy in the suit. No, he had the guy in the oh, suit. Oh, like, man. The, I was, so guy, he heard you from his truck. Thought we called him. Because of his big truck. Yes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he followed us. And we always joked after, like, that he just wanted to, he just wanted somebody to hang out with. Mm. Do you guys, <laughs> could we get one of your numbers? <laughs> you guys want to hang out later? Like, we, we don't I'll all. I'll drive you in my truck. All five of you don't have to be in that sob. <laughs> I got plenty of room in the cab, brothers. I got two spots. Got two spots in there. There's, I could tell a million stories. Did you ever know Joey Beck? Yes, I do. Oh, man. Did you ever hear the story about when we used to snowball cars? Yes, I do, because I have one about when we were at Spence's house doing it. Anyway, Anyways, I'll, I'll talk about yeah, a different one. Maybe we should bring this up next time. But the story ends with this guy getting out to yell at us with his girlfriend in the car, and Joey Beck getting in his car and locking him out of his own car, <laughs> and hanging out in the car with his girlfriend. And we were like 13, 14 years old. Like, we used to, we used to knock on people's doors. Wait for them to come to the door, and then hit them with snowballs, and then run off. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just terrible, terrible people. So funny. Or the poop. Did you ever hear the story about Rob and Reese in the bag of poop? I know one about Taylor in the bag of poop. <laughs> well, no, the lady actually ended up calling the police department, or the, the fire department, to put it out. Taylor's was just throwing it on the driver's ed car because it was his it was his IBS that he had and how he had to get it tested and the doctors gifted him it or something like that and so he was just carrying it around and then just decided to throw it over the fence into the driver's ed cars and just hit the windshield. All of these stories are too good. Or the night that we took out Smasquatch and oh. we ended up on. I'm not gonna say the I name. I don't remember that. I'm not gonna say the name because he's a psychopath. I don't remember the sm- I don't. I well, you have to tell me the story when we get off the podcast. I do remember hitting mailboxes with ha- with uh with baseball bats with t reed and t reed hitting a, a mailbox that nothing happened to and it bouncing back the and hitting him in the, the hills head. oh yeah we head. hit that thing with, with the, the cinder floor? block going yeah. 40 miles an hour and we went back and looked and the the, the thing had dropped the, the impossible the hills on gentile oh no i'm thinking about the derbanos oh, where you would drop that. down and there was four together and no matter what you hit, we hit it with smashquatch we hit it with cinder blocks no, we hit smash it with would have destroyed it no yes there's no way Smash Squatch. No, because right? uh, no, I never took out Smash Squatch. I take that back. I was going to say, there's no way. Because the Hills was the same. And then Smash Squatch took it out when I, when I wasn't there and I heard about it after. I was actually really depressed because I love how infamous it was. Smash Squatch, <laughs> man. We, we got to talk about that next time. Well, so, we'll once it. again, we'll be talking on Monday about MMA once again. Just a couple of stories about ourselves in our, in our joyful youths. Um, yeah, and uh, I mean... Get on Zcast with us on Monday. It'll be yeah. after work. We love to chit chat. Come listen. Even though not a ton of people are on Zcast in the afternoon. But hey, we'll talk to you. Alex is on now. Hey, Alex. We're just hey, Alex. We're just <laughs> signing off. Thanks for joining in. Have a wonderful night. <laughs>